0: everyone I'm Susan Birch the health detective and welcome to another podcast today I'm talking about emotional eating and the reason for this is because I've just finished a six-week mentoring program with 10 really lovely ladies and emotional eating was the topic that everyone struggled with the most when things were going well everyone was good but when they had a hard day they stuffed their emotions with food. Some of the ladies described themselves as constantly hungry, craving foods. They said things like, I just can't stop. I just keep shoving food into my face. I'm so embarrassed. I don't know what's wrong with me. And it's not normal to be like this. I'm not even hungry most of the time. Emotional hunger is a kind of hunger that can't be filled with food. And you might feel a bit better at the time, but afterwards you feel worse. And you start to feel like you're in a prison that you can't escape. When you're emotionally hungry, you don't want a steak and salad. You want something salty, sweet, fatty, that just it just hits that right spot, you know, just triggers that nice feeling of comfort that we need. The problem with emotional eating is all those feelings that triggered it are still there and you've got to deal with the negative thoughts you had after you've scoffed down the food. So if you've got a crabby boss, if you're in a bad relationship or you've got money issues, those things are still there long after you've finished eating. And it's the same if you're eating because you're struggling with your weight, your moods, you've got hormone imbalances or you're constantly fatigued or have other health issues. Those things will still be there as well. The key to solving emotional eating is taking a look at your self-worth. And most people become very uncomfortable when we talk about self-worth, and I know I've been that way myself for a long time. We all say, yeah, of course, I value myself. But then our actions often paint a very different picture. When we feel anger, resentment, fear, loneliness, anxiety, shame, eating reduces the intensity of those emotions and we feel better in the moment until the guilt and the negative self talk kicks in again. But if we had really high self worth, we wouldn't go home and stuff ourselves with unhealthy food just because the boss was crabby or because we'd gone into the dress shop and we thought the checkout girl was judging us for our weight. We would go home and take care of ourselves because we're worth it and we deserve to take care of ourselves and those things wouldn't matter. And this was the most important breakthrough that my ladies had over the last six weeks. They came to realize that they valued everyone else more than themselves. They would constantly jump And do things for other people and yet they wouldn't do things that were important to them they just kept putting things off all the time they found they were constantly comparing themselves to everyone else did they weigh more how did they look and what they were wearing were people judging them the ladies started to realize that they had set these standards for their own weight and body image, for their own fitness, their career goals, and for their life or lives that they didn't expect their friends and family and other people to live up to. They thought only they should have to live up to these standards. And this created a self-imposed prison where they spent all day attacking themselves for not having the power and the motivation and the energy to achieve all those beliefs they had about themselves. Once the ladies began to understand that taking care of themselves was based on their own thoughts and whether they believed they were worthy of a good life, then things began to turn around They started to realize they deserved to be slim and healthy and have a fit body because they could be that way if they wanted to. They began to understand that the emotional eating wasn't because of the stresses in their lives. It was because of how they thought about those stresses. When they felt they needed wine and chocolate because the boss had been crabby or someone had judged them at work, they found they were able to step back and ask themselves, Is this what I really need right now? Is drinking this and eating this serving my purpose for a better me and for the life that I deserve? And so, Over time and working together, the ladies developed a plan to exchange their emotional eating for other activities that they valued. They regularly met for coffee together. Some of them started going out walking together. And without even trying, everyone in the group lost between six And 10 kgs over the six weeks. So if you find you're an emotional eater, I urge you to take time to consider your self-worth. And once you improve your self-worth, it's going to be a lot easier to take care of yourself the way that you deserve. I have a worksheet on this that I use in my mentoring program. So if anybody would like access to that, please just email me. You'll find the email in the um, show notes. And I'll gladly send you that so you can ask yourself those questions and work through those issues for yourself. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please subscribe, like, and share. And if you've got any questions of your own about weight loss, health, nutrition, and fitness, please just email them to me. I love answering your questions. You can find all my videos on my YouTube channel, Susan Birch, The Health Detective. There are over 140 of them now. And many of them are from health experts from around the world talking about all sorts of health topics. And you can now hear my podcast on all the usual podcast apps. There are links to free resources in the show notes and the links to the books that I highly recommend by Izzy Warwick and Estrelita Van Rensburg are also in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.